Welcome to the Connection Club podcast. I am Katie Wren. I am a wife, a mom to a beautiful baby girl, bonus mom to a beautiful teenage daughter and successful business owner. I am so excited to connect with you. Sometimes we need to disconnect from the world to reconnect with ourselves. So I am super grateful to be on this journey with you so we can connect together as a community. Hey guys, welcome back to the Connection Club podcast. I'm super excited today. Um, It's a great day. The sun is shining and I'm feeling very, very uplifted and positive, I have to say. The reason why is I've been really, really consistent lately in developing my rituals, developing my routines, and this is what I kind of want to base the whole episode dedicated to really rituals and routines. And it really does help us connect back with ourselves. And I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, the backstory on why I've made this such an important part of my day, the reason why I'm sharing this kind of topic with you today as well, and why I think it's really super important for you. So pretty much most of my 20s were spent just kind of here, there and everywhere. I didn't really have a routine or a ritual. I'm I'm 33 this year, so it took me a bit of time to kind of get this down. So I'm hoping that you guys will avoid this situation completely and really implement this into your life. So yeah, I was kind of like a bit of a mess for most of my 20s and I didn't really understand the importance of rituals and the understanding of routines and how much they can actually impact your life. And I just kind of went along with things and I didn't really fully understand how they could really manifest so much more, if that makes sense. And it's only really the last maybe six months that I've been really consistent in a couple of the rituals that I do and routines that I do it's really showing up in my life. And then I've added a couple of layers onto some of those rituals and routines. And I I feel like I'm just showing up so much better. So I know that it's going to impact you. And I'm super excited to share with you some of the stuff that I do, some of the stuff that my friends do, some of the stuff that my husband does, and some of the most successful people and what they do. So whatever routine or ritual that you have right now, ask yourself, is this uplifting you? Is this serving you? Is this making you feel better? Or is it winding you down at night, which is super, super important? Um, there's no point going to bed supercharged and pumped because you're not going to have a really good quality restful sleep as I can vouch for that last night. <laughs> I worked a little bit too later than I usually would have done, but in the same sense, I got some stuff done But at the same time, my sleep suffered for it. And right now I have this aura ring that I'm using right now. It's called O-U-R-A. My husband found it at a biohacking conference and I absolutely love it. I love seeing how ready I am for the day, how much good quality sleep that I've had. And sometimes it prompts me to move. Sometimes it encourages me to go to bed at a certain time and things like that. And it shows you your readiness score for the day. It shows you your sleep score for the night and really tracks where you're having your REM sleep, where you're having your light sleep and when you're having your deep sleep. And all of that is super important to how you show up the day after. I I honestly love it. It's one of the little tools that I recommend to everybody. I'm all about the fitness watches and stuff, but you know, they just kind of look a little bit bulky and just 
they're just not really like very feminine, are they? So, and you all, you know me, I'm all about that feminine core and that feminine energy. And just these watches don't really portray that for me. So a nice little ring that I wear on my right hand, on my, um, would be like the married finger, but I don't know what it's called on the opposite hand. I have no idea, but it's great at tracking all of that. Today, it told me that my sleep score was a little bit down. I I didn't get a restful night's sleep and it was all because I didn't do the rituals that I usually do to end my day. I've woke up today feeling a little bit tired, but I've kind of pulled that back around by implementing my morning routine. So the importance of having these routines and having these rituals is to really just feel connected to ourselves again. And the moment that I feel like I'm all over the place, I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing. And like the day just seems to zoom by and has no structure, has no concrete elements to it where I'm like, yes, I've got this done. I got that done. And and it really pulls me off track. So with routines and with rituals, there's a little bit of preparation in there as well, which is a little bit important. So as some of you know, I'm on my challenge 30 for the month. I'm super, super excited about it. We started at the, the, the start of the month and just for 30 days, we're really focusing on our health and our goals and our fitness and where we want to be at the end of it. And I'm determined to get these last few pounds off having Lake. And with that, I have to implement some routines and some rituals in there because it's not going to happen just by wishing and hoping and wanting it. I have to put in some structure. I have to put in some boundaries. I have to put in some disciplines and and some stuff like that to make this happen. So whatever goals you have, whatever you want to achieve in your life, you have to set yourself up to succeed. And this is where it's super important to set ourselves up with rituals and routines. So I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about that in more detail and really give you the, the breakdown of what my day looks like and the kind of psychology behind it and really how it affects me and how I show up. We're going to go into that in a little bit more detail shortly. But the moment that I don't kind of follow my rituals and my routines. I just feel a hot mess, honestly. And I know you guys will feel the same way too, as we're juggling families, we're juggling careers, we're juggling kids, we're juggling just having this, trying to get in water, let's face it, is sometimes a challenge. We're trying to improve our fitness, our health, eat clean. Like there's a whole list of things that we can be doing on a daily basis. Not only that, but making sure you're present and focused at work and you're not being distracted by your phone and all of this stuff. And it's just, there's a lot, there's a lot going on, let's face it. And for the people who have more than two kids, I bow down to you because I don't know how you're doing it as well as trying to manage and juggle everything else in between. I mean, there's a whole list of things I need to get done from like personal affairs to like going getting my driving license and setting up Lake in this school and like all of these little tiny personal things. And that's even without focusing on my business and what I need to do there. And that's without paying attention to Lake or doing some activities with her or even doing stuff with my husband and making sure that his needs are met. Like there's a lot, let's face it. So I'm a very much schedule it, ritual it, routine it. And some of the stuff that me and my husband put in our calendar, um, one of the things that we do is share our calendar on our Apple iPhones. I swear it's been a game changer for our relationship because I can see when he's having a coaching call, if I know he's got a lot of work on that day and I'll maybe just have a spare half an hour or something, I can just make him a meal, take it up to him, make him a smoothie or a juice. 
just alleviate that little bit of pressure that he's trying to fit it all in. You know, he's got a busy schedule, but he, you know, you can't just run down, grab something to eat and then run back up to a, another coaching call. So I can see his schedule, what he's doing. Not that I'm like, we're checking up on each other or anything like that, but sharing each other's calendars. We know where we're at. We know where we're going. We know what each other's got on that day and we can help just kind of fill in that space where we might be just struggling as individuals. So that's one thing. If you do have a busy family life and you do have husbands and wives and kids to check in on, put it in the schedule and share that on your iPhone because it's brilliant. The days of having a paper diary, I don't know. I've kind of juggled back and forth between having a paper diary and electronic diary. There's just something about writing in a diary that really puts it into really black and white and you, you there's a different energy to it. And it kind of sinks in a little bit more. But after it sinks in, I tend to forget. And unless I have a notification ding up on my phone going, you've, you've got this in 30 minutes time, you know, I kind of miss my appointments and miss what's going on that day. So I have this beautiful Louis Vuitton agenda book that I, I got given a while back and oh, I just love it. But it doesn't tell me a notification of when something is coming up. So it's a little bit frustrating. Yes, that's one thing that we do for our family is just share calendars so we can see where each other's routines and appointments and stuff are through the day and kind of fill in for somebody if we're kind of falling short and it's kind of crazy and busy. Luke has his own routine, his own rituals that he kind of does. We we share a couple of the same things, but we very much have our own little things that what we've got going on. I think it's really important for yourself that you have your own, you design your own, you create your own, because that's, again, that's connecting to you, what you need, what your soul needs, what your body needs, what your mind needs. And it's super, super important. If I was following what Luke was doing, I'd be dead. (laughs) He is a machine. He can go, 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 and go some more. And I'm a go, go, I need to rest. I'm a go, go, need to rest. He's like, he can go, 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 go for a long time. And then he needs to rest. And sometimes that prompts me to be like, babe, it's time. Just take some time for you, do some things that recharge you and things like that. So there's things in rituals and routines that you might not want to put in there, but it's necessity like recharge. Luke came up with a great analogy uh, or a great tool, should I say, for Sunday night. And it's his Sunday night setup that he does in his coaching group. Really, really great product, really great group to learn. A lot of these like little nitty gritty things that I wouldn't really cover on a, on a podcast, but his coaching group is amazing. It's LukeRenResults.com. LukeRen, W-R-E-N, results.com. And some of those tools on how to set yourself up on a Sunday night is phenomenal. It's brilliant. So I kind of got that from him where I spend Sunday night setting up my week ahead, what I've got planned, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to accomplish, and really just spend that time checking in with me to reflect on the week, reflect on what I want to do moving forward and how I'm going to achieve it. So I do that within my journaling, which I'm going to talk about in a little while too. So we kind of have our own little ways of having our own little routines and and rituals and that are good for us. And some of them we do together, like date night on a Friday night is a non-negotiable if we're both in town and we both haven't got anything scheduled that's, you know, serious. We kind of block out that time for each other 
and focus on us just for one night a week. And obviously we focus on each other, other aspects of the week too. But Friday night is date night. We, we go and do something fun. It could be like mini golf, going to the arcade because we're both big goofy kids. It could be that we just go on the beach and have a picnic. We've yet to do that. That's something I really want to do. Or we'll go and check out a new dinner place or we'll go for a movie. And sometimes we'll just stay in and cuddle on the couch, which we never do because we're both super busy. But when we do have that time together, it's really special. And, and between the calls and the the coaching clients and doing stuff on social media and podcasts and kids and everything else in between, we have a lot of fun in between those moments too. It's not like we never sit on the couch together and do anything. It's just that we lead different schedules. So we kind of, even though we work together in the same place, in the same home, see each other every single day, it's rare that we just sit on the couch and watch TV. Like we're just not those people, but we'll go off and go do yoga together and stuff like that. So you've got to kind of figure out what your own routine and ritual is for you as a person and then kind of adapt some of those things for you and your partner. So that's both equally important. And if your husband or your partner doesn't have their own routine or ritual, then it's time for you to step up to that plate and have that and then show them what you're doing to them, encourage them to have their own maybe. I tend to find when I'm not doing the things I need to be doing and I don't have a set routine, ritual or schedule, I don't get stuff done. I really do not get stuff done. I I actually really struggle with my day. I I call them bookends of the day. If I don't have my bookends of the day in between that can be a little bit messy. I then get frustrated. I then start beating myself up. I then don't do the things I need to do because then I'm beating myself up more. And it's just then a downward spiral. And then it can be one day goes like that. And then the next day and then the next day. And before you know it, you've completely fallen off track and you're moving away from exactly what you want to create for your life. So this is why it's super important. This is like a railroad. This is like a track for you to stay on to get you to your destination. And every day, if you're doing these little things, it adds up to a lot over the course of time. And you develop new energy and new beliefs and new emotions that you not necessarily would have experienced before. And I can vouch for that because whether you're listening to to me for the first time, I've listened to me for a while, you think, oh my God, you know, Kate is just this bundle of energy. She sounds great. Da, da, da. That was not my life. I spent, this is previous to Luke, a lot of time miserable, angry, upset, frustrated, a lot of negative emotions for no reason. When I had everything I could ever want and my life was pretty awesome. So why was I upset and why was I miserable and why was I frustrated? Well, there's a lot of things that equate to that. And I'm going to go into that in another episode, but because I didn't have a typical routine, no, I worked from home. So it can be very easily distractible for the people that do work at home. It is easy to be distracted if you don't have yourself in a ritual or a routine. Obviously things come up, things that you don't anticipate or emergencies and things like that, that are going to take you away from the middle of your day, but it's not to beat yourself up and adjust. This is what all the rituals and routines are about. It's just about adjusting uh, to whatever comes your way. Like today, I all of a sudden decided I'm going to do yoga at midday. Now, usually that would be my time to prepare lunch and kind of sit with Lake sometimes and have lunch with her. Or it could be that I'm a little bit doing some social media stuff or I'm showering and getting ready for my afternoon of work. 
but my day has been adjusted slightly. So now I'm thinking in my mind on how I can just adapt that a little bit and schedule my, myself around what I need to do and what I need to accomplish. And what I wanted to accomplish today is get into yoga finally for the first time at this new studio that I've been dying to check out. And then I'm going to go and get some supplies from a store and then come back and I'm going to do some work for a couple of hours and then start my end of the day with Lake. And then I kind of bookend my day up a little bit. So you've got to be willing to adjust. It can't be, it's got to be in this set way. It's got to be in this order. Otherwise, again, you're going to end up super frustrated and annoyed at yourself, let's just say, and beat yourself up. And we don't want that. So when you're creating your routine or your ritual, it's super, super important that you're able to be flexible as well. So going back a little bit. So I I was very, yeah, I, I just wasn't, a. I felt like I was wearing a mask of positivity, but underneath was a girl just crying out for help. (laughs) Best way to describe it is a girl crying out for help. And I don't know if you feel like that. You're just kind of portraying to the world that you're this happy, positive person, whereas inside you're dying and you don't know why. And trust me, I've been there. The biggest thing that's really helped me make that shift and turn that around is rituals and routines. It's like a baby. I'm fully on board with sleep schedule, feeding routines and stuff like that with Lake. Ever since she was three weeks old, I followed a guide called The Little Ones, The Little Ones on Facebook. They have a group and I, I bought their program and I followed it ever, ever since she was three weeks old. I still get people to this day messaging me going, how is Lake such a good sleeper and a good eater? Well, we've kind of followed this routine ever since. And a lot of people thought I was batshit crazy, literally, for being so strict with her routine. And I only really need to do it for 12 months, really. And now she just falls into that routine naturally. And even though it does limit us to time and activities sometimes, I'm okay with that because I know that she's well-rested, she's well-fed, and she's happy. That's the most important thing. With this routine and schedule, I followed it to the letter and it really annoyed Luke at some points until he realized that it was actually a blessing and a gift that she was so on schedule and in a great routine that she would sleep and still sleeps 12 hours a night with having a a two hour nap during the day. So I know that everything that I've done for the last 12 months has really paid off. Not only that we got sleep after three months, you know, she was sleeping through the night after three months we got sleep, we're well rested, we feel really good. And that's the biggest thing. If mom and dad are happy, baby's going to be happy. So that's how important it is, not just for kids, but for humans too, Uh, for humans, for adults too. We're all humans, right? (laughs) Some of the stuff I'm going to say on these episodes, you're just going to laugh. So as adults and as kids and as toddlers and as babies, we all need some sort of routine. It keeps us sane. So for me and how I show up, it's definitely made an improvement on my well-being, on my mental well-being, on my spiritual well-being, and also my emotional well-being and my physical well-being. Everything, every part of me, my well-being just has vibrated to a different level. I'm definitely more positive. I'm definitely more energetic. I'm more playful. I'm more flirty. I'm, I'm definitely more sexual. I'm more um, excited about life. I can think creatively. I visualize things better. And I, I definitely have a lot more zest for the day. And how you can implement that into your life 
is just by implementing a routine and a ritual. It's just one step in the right direction. So what do I do? I'm going to share with you. And obviously I want you, I don't want you to copy mine, but I want you to think of your own and what is important to you. So when it comes to my physical fitness, I have a personal trainer three times a week. It is a big chunk out of my, my budget, but it's something that's necessary to me. I've been in group training. I've gone to the gym myself and done all of that stuff, but it doesn't work for me. I need something that I'm personally accountable to that other person because I, I hate it when people cancel on me last minute. So therefore I'm, I beat myself up if I cancel on somebody last minute. And obviously if something happens with Lake, then that's a given. I can't help that, that thing, but I am super accountable to my personal trainer. I will show up every single time. And if I don't, I feel really bad about it. And he charges me anyway. So I have to go. And I really, really enjoy it. I, I found a trainer that I connect with, that I vibe with, and he pushes me and I, I still have fun. And just the people that show up there every day are really nice and really friendly. You know, it's just a great place. And I might have to travel a little bit further to get to, to that place, but Hey, I just have a blast. I really, really do. So I found something that I really enjoy doing fitness wise. The other thing that I do fitness wise that I've been wanting to do for so long is really get into my yoga practice. I, I do it from home time to time. Sometimes I do it as part of our ritual and routine. We turn off the TV, I put on some yoga and I, I show Lake how to do yoga. We just put on a YouTube video and follow what the, the girl is doing on there. And she makes it look super easy, but it's not. <laughs> I want her to grow up with that connection to yoga because I know spiritually it's going to help her a lot as she grows up. So that's something that I'm embedding into my daily routine, our weekly routine. Certainly I have my first yoga session at this new studio. It's I've, I've been to yoga before, but I, I've been looking for a, a place that I can connect with. That's what's important about fitness. When you connect to it, you go and you enjoy it even more. So I'm trying out this new place that I met the owner. She's super nice. I connected with her. So I'm going to be implementing yoga into my physical fitness routine every week. I make it a ritual that I'm doing cardio at least a couple of times a week too. So at least something every day I'm moving, I'm moving my body, I'm doing something. Is it a sacrifice? Yes. Is it a financial sacrifice? Yes. Is it a time sacrifice? Yes, but I have specific goals and I know if I need to get to where I want to be, I've got to implement this stuff, make some sacrifices to get to where I want to be. And if that means I have to train every day, then hey, that's what I'm going to have to do. I have a really strong reason why I'm working on my physical fitness. One, I want to show up more energetically for my husband. That's my biggest why. And obviously, very close to that is for my own health and for my own well-being. And thirdly is because we want another, a second child, maybe if it happens, I want to be in a really good, healthy place for when that pregnancy happens. And also I want to make sure that I can bounce back quicker than I did the first time. Not that I bounce back slow. For me, I wanted it to happen a little quickly, especially mentally. So I have a strong reason why I have that routine and that, and that workout schedule. So I have that all set up throughout the week. I schedule it in with my personal trainer. I schedule the, the new yoga classes and I schedule in on the days I'm going to do cardio. I also stick to roughly the same time every single week, knowing that that's the place I'm going to be at that time. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 AM, I'm with the trainer. Thursdays, I'm going to be doing yoga. Tuesdays, I may do um, cardio. And then maybe on a Saturday morning, 
when Luke is in town, especially I can do cardio in the morning as Lake's getting up, or I can do it later on the day and, and Luke can take care of Lake for me or whatever. We'll figure it out. So that's kind of like my new routine as I've, I've implemented yoga. So see, I've adjusted. Usually I would do my cardio on a Tuesday and Thursday, but now I've adjusted it slightly that I can do yoga as well and practice that more. I think saying it out loud as well to yourself keeps it more accountable. So you could be calling up a friend and going, hey, I don't talk, just or call up your mentor, your friend or your mom or your grandma, whoever you need to speak to and just voice out out loud what your routine is going to be for your physical fitness. That's a great way of just getting it out there, making a declaration, not only to yourself, but to other people that you're going to be accountable to somebody or something. The other things that I kind of implement and keep a routine is how I emotionally stay connected to me. And that sounds a little bit cuckoo, but I'll explain. I do a couple of check-ins every single day on where my emotional state is. It's something I've been working on for a really long time, as I've said previously, and that you will learn more about me in the podcast um, series is, you know, the place that I was isn't the place where I am now. And I don't want to go back to that place. So I'm making sure that I'm managing my mental state or mastering my emotions as my greatest mentor tells me. A couple of times a day, maybe three times a day, I check in and look really at my level of emotion. So, you know, being super positive or really negative, like where am I on that scale? And it could be like 10, you're super positive, one, you're super depressed, upset, frustrated, whatever it may be. And I go, oh, do you know, I, I feel like a nine right now. Like right now on this podcast, I feel like a nine. I feel incredible this morning. Three days ago, I was like a three and Luke felt the benefit, not the benefits, but the, uh, the, the butt end of it. So I check in with myself, like, why do I feel like this? What is going on? What has upset me? And it's got nothing to do with anybody else because I am the master of my emotions. I can control how I feel. No other circumstance, environment, or person can control that. I control that. So I really check in with myself a couple of times a day and ask where I am and how can I move up the scale? And the, how I move up the scale is I definitely move. If I'm sat in a seat and I'm feeling really like, huh, and just crap, I get up and move. I go outside. I take a big, deep breath of fresh air or I'll go on the rebounder, which I'll talk about in a minute, or I will look through our photo album. I'm looking at all the pictures on the, on the side of my wall right now of all the pictures of me, Luke and Lake and Faith and, you know, just the times, some of the memories I have with my friends, you know, Victoria's on the wall and Liz and, and my brother and just some happy memories up there. And it just, it kind of just changes my state. So I, I go and do things that change that mental state and get out of, of my head and go back into my heart and going, why? I don't need to feel like this. Like what is wrong with me right now? Come on. Like if I need to share some of the, something with somebody that someone's upset me, then go and do it, you know, in a, in a loving way. So that's a couple of things that I do during the day. Then I want to talk about the bookends of my day. So I wake up every morning at 6am. Sometimes I will just lie there for 15 minutes, especially if I'm away from Luke. I need to stop doing this. I really do. But I miss him. I love him. I, I want to talk to him. And I know that he's finishing up his night. So I quickly jump on WhatsApp, make sure that nothing serious has happened in the UK. And I check in with my husband, you know, just say good morning. I love you. Have a great day. Or I hope you've had a great day because it's the end of his night. 
And then I just kind of wake my body up and I sit up in the edge of my bed. I take a big glass of water. I drink the whole thing and then I get up. I definitely go to the bathroom straight away. But then I start the process of waking my body up and going through a certain ritual. And I make sure I get up early enough before Lake wakes up that I can do this. And I simply just go over to, well, I go in the bathroom, I brush my teeth, I go to the bathroom, I'll let the dogs out. I will then get on the rebounder and I will bounce up and down and I'll think about, I'll say out loud my I am's. I am love. I am energy. I am fun. I am sexy. I am feminine. I am a warrior. And I say them over and over and over and over and over. And then I think about all the things that I'm grateful for. I pray to God. I pray over the people. I pray over the earth. I pray over everything that he has done for us because that's my my spiritual belief, you know, and that's okay if it's not yours, but that's just my spiritual belief. And then I'll stretch out a little bit. I will then think of, again, all the things I'm grateful for. I will do my breathing exercises. Then I will celebrate and jump around crazy on my trampoline and then go and sort the dogs out. I'll go and have my hot water and lemon. I have that before I eat anything just to kind of wake my body up and get it into a good state and and start the detox process. Before I know it, Lake is awake and we're having breakfast together. And then whatever happens after that is the middle of the day. So that's kind of the start of my day. And I don't feel my best if I don't do that. So if, if I snooze my alarm, which I've done, I am not perfect, but I've done that. I snooze the alarm and I I don't listen to <laughs> my rituals. I'm like, no, I just want to lie here for a few more minutes. And sometimes I will go on my phone and scroll and that's naughty of me, but it happens sometimes. And I just, I don't beat myself up. I'm going to go, I'm going to practice at being better at this. Simple as that. I'm going to practice at being better at this. And today I woke up from a very restless sleep. I did not want to do my ritual, but I got up and I did it. The first thing, as soon as I drink that big glass of water, I'm in, I'm in that mode already. So that's my trigger to get into that, that mode and that ritual. And because of it, because I feel, I don't feel tired. I feel really, really energetic because I've fueled myself that day. I had a smoothie for breakfast. Sometimes I'll have a smoothie or sometimes I'll have a salad and that's just fueling my body in the right way. That's just my routine and my ritual. And then I'll plan out for the rest of the day what I'm going to have, something healthy and kind of have in my mind what I want to do. So I already have figured that out in mind, especially doing yoga at dinner time, uh, sorry, at lunchtime, I'm going to be going to this healthy kitchen to grab a um, chicken bowl, a chicken bowl takeaway. You know, kind of already set that up in my mind. The bookends of the day, I tend to work with my business, doing my podcast recordings. This is an exception today. I'm doing it at a different time because of my routine for today. But I'm usually working on my business from one till about five. So from one to five, I'm kind of working on my business. I'm doing my thing. I'm in my flow, as we've talked about previously. Um, We're going to talk about that on another episode very, very soon. I'm very excited about that. But I'm in my flow. I'm getting my creativity on. I'm I'm doing my thing. And at five o'clock, when the nanny leaves, 
that is my time with Lake. From five till seven, I am being present with her. And of course, I'm going to get back to a couple of messages for people who contact me through that time. But I'm making sure that I'm very present with her, that I'm focused on her when we're doing something fun together. Whereas, you know, we might go out for a little stroll or we'll go and grab dinner somewhere that's healthy. We'll go and play in the pool. We'll we'll go outside on the grass and play around. You know, we'll play with her toys and and come up with creative fun ways as some of you guys have seen I got a a sieve basically like a pot with loads of holes in and got some pipe cleaners and we were playing with that and I was seeing all the colors to her so you know I try and spend that time being really present with her I have dinner with her and then six o'clock she's having her bath and we're starting that whole wind down routine with her it actually helps me wind down but it's not really particularly a good thing especially if I want to get some stuff done after she's gone to bed you know, we read books, we we play a little more and making sure that the TV is turned off. Sometimes we'll do some yoga together. Not that she does it, but she's watching mummy do it or try to do it. <laughs> and then she's in bed for like 7, 7.30 and she's she goes to sleep. So I've had my dinner with her. I'm kind of done for the day now. Like I've I've done everything that I've kind of needed to do, but it's my choice. If I spend an hour and a half working on projects or, you know, connecting with my husband or you know, I could be doing stuff around the house or whatever it may be. That's like my time to get stuff done. Then at nine o'clock is where I really start my wind down process. I will try not to be on my phone as much, you know, kind of put that to one side. I'm going to start implementing reading a lot more. I kind of do it from my phone, but I've I've got a stack of books that I can easily read through. And I'm going to be committing to reading 10 pages a night. So in bed, I'm going to read my 10 pages or before that, sorry, I'm going to obviously do the the self-care, brush my teeth, wash my face, get comfortable. And then I'm going to meditate for, for five or 10 minutes, go through that meditation, just wind down my body. And then I'm going to journal about the day, what I'm grateful for, what I've experienced, what emotions have come up, what ideas I've had, what insights have I had, what's frustrated me, like get it all out on that paper, like scribble away. And then after that, I'm going to read my 10 pages. I'm going to put on my meditation music that I listen to for about an hour as I go into a, a, a good sleep. I find if I listen to a certain frequency as I'm going to sleep, I tend to get a better night's rest. I know if I go to bed or asleep before 9.15, I have a great night's sleep. So that's kind of like my routine and my ritual to kind of end my day. Sometimes I will jump on the rebounder just before I go to bed, but I don't want to wake my body up too much. So I tend to do that after I've put Lake to bed. I go on the rebounder, I bounce around a little bit, just wake my body up because I've kind of gone in that wind down process with her. I really feel a difference on how much it's really made a big impact on how I emotionally show up every day, how my energy shows up. If I have those two things at a higher frequency, that I'm more positive, that I'm more energetic, that I'm a happy, more joyful, loving, abundant person, then guess what I'm going to attract into my life? More of that stuff. So I want to be making sure that I'm fueling my body, fueling my mind, fueling my spirit, my soul with good things at the tail ends of the day or the bookends of the day to ensure that I have a really good, productive, fun day. Not every day is going to be like that, but I'm going to damn make sure that majority of my days are lived like that because I want to look back on my life and really believe that I had nine out of 10 good days. So I really want you to think about where you can implement routines and rituals into your life, whether it is just simply spending a few minutes meditating in the morning. 
I'm not, I wasn't a meditative person. I'm like, I used to laugh at people that did that. But wow, oh my gosh, what it does for my soul. Um, you know, there's so many devices like Headspace and and Calm and all these different apps you can use to guide you through that meditation, even if it's just 10 minutes a day or just pausing 10 minutes a day just to have that time for you. Whether it is just sitting outside with a, a cup of coffee or a tea and just enjoying that moment, if it is just going for a small walk in the morning, or it is setting up your physical routine, or if it is your health routine, or is it your setting up your kids' routine? You know, I know some of you guys have kids in school and you've got to pick them up at certain times. That's part of your ritual, that's part of your routine. So schedule that in and then be aware of it. But what could you be doing to connect with your kids after they come back from school? What is it that you could be doing as a family? There's so many questions I could ask you right now to prompt you to think about your own routine and ritual, but I don't want to influence you too much on what you should be doing. But just be very conscious of what you're doing on a daily basis right now and how can you improve it? Where are the areas that you could, you know, get in that workout or just have that extra time with the kids or just spending some self-care on you? Like, and more so on a Sunday night, I would spend that time just self-caring. So I'll put on a face mask, I'll enjoy a bubble bath. You know, it's kind of like my Sunday night ritual. And then I'll kind of go into doing my journaling meditation and stuff like that. So where can you implement self-care? Where can you implement reading more and turning off the TV? Where can you be putting in that extra hour to your business or your career or just spending that little bit of extra time with your husband or your loved one or your wife? You know, there's so many little, (laughs) I don't know what to call them, but certain little pockets of the day that we can, you know, just improve our lives to be better. And I'm hoping that I've inspired you today to look at your rituals and your routines and figure out a way that you can just make that shift in your life to connect with you again, to connect with your family, to connect to your passions, to your career and really just take your life to that next level. That's just my intention for you today is to go away and think about your rituals and routines. And of course, if you have any questions, you want to know more, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm on Instagram, uh, Katie J. Wren, W-R-E-N. And I'm happy to answer anything or please share this on your social media handles so it could reach more people and they can implement this into their lives too. So a huge thank you. And I'm going to be giving away a freebie for you guys. Yes. So anybody that tags me in this podcast episode on Instagram, and if you're not on Instagram, please tag tag me in at the Connection Club on Facebook. But I'm going to be picking a winner. I'm going to select it live on the Connection Club Facebook page. I'll do a live drawing of all the people that have shared this episode on their social media handle. I'm going to be giving away something to you personally. Um, I'm not going to say what it is because that's going to spoil the surprise, but I'm going to be giving a little gift to you guys just to say thank you for being on this journey with me to support this podcast and to support these episodes. I really appreciate every single listener and every time you guys tell me an insight or you tell me that I've impacted you in some sort of way or one of the guest speakers have, it really means a lot to me. So please feel free to reach out to me anytime. This is my passion. This is what I love to do. So thank you for disconnecting today to connect with me. And I can't wait to speak to you all very, very soon. Have a great day, everybody. (music) 